Y'all, y'all may have seen her. Um, <laughs> she hosting on Cullen Cullen's poetry. Um, what is it? Every night of the week uh, during COVID, basically. Are you on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Is that is that, is that the schedule yeah. that you're on currently? Yeah, those four days. Of Boom. The week, yeah. And then, and then, and then, once COVID is over, she is going to be teaming up with Colored Colors and doing the presenting. So it used to be SG presents. You know, paint and poetry, paint and sit. Now it's gonna be going to Marissa, paint and sit. Oh, Lois, carry the applause again. Ah! That's the presentation I've ever been given, so I appreciate that. That's the third time that ever somebody ever said that. So maybe I, I don't even do anything. I just blatantly, I'm I'm not here for intros and outros. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I am not sure. the close. I am no longer the closer, if you will. Um, so, Marissa, thank you for coming on the show, friend of the show. Um, finally, getting on to Black and the Berry, not in the format we'd like, but uh, beggars can be choosers, and oatmeal is better than no meal. So, um, how do you how do you feel right now? You know, I was a little nervous because I've I've never been on a podcast before, and then my mom's like, "You're gonna be fine. You host poetry live," and I'm like. It's totally not the same thing, but thanks for trying. No, it's not, Mom. Respect to Mercer's mom, but it's not the same. Yeah, <laughs> effort, of course, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to be here. Um, excited to see where the conversation takes us. We got Keeks here. <laughs> He's joining yeah, us. Yeah, we, we missed Keeks in, in the last episode. Oh, yeah. He, you know, if, if uh, sometimes if he gets stuck in the room, he'll claw at the door. Mm. So, like, it's safe, but he, he's been out for a while, so he's ready to mm. take a nap. Okay. Chilling. All right, so let's, let's, like let's, let's, let's pull the gloves off here. Let's get straight into it. All right. That kind of got me tired. Um, so, that boy. But, yeah, let's get into, uh, let's talk about your love of poetry and your love of photography. Let's, like, when did those things start? How did they start? The P&P. Um, so growing up, I definitely was not artsy in any sense of the word. Um, I was definitely more into the books. Um, high school, college, I didn't do anything. I took an acting class one time, um, in college for credit, um, but that was about it. So it kind of all started, um, I started writing poetry in college and creative writing. I started to take like a lot of English courses, creative writing courses, and I have, um, you know what, I should have grabbed it. It's right here. Um, this is my OG Marvel poetry notebook. You can see oh. it's poetry. This is, this is like the holy of starting out poems and they're really terrible. <laughs> but, you know, it's okay, we all start somewhere. So right. I really started writing more in college and um I didn't get into really seriously doing poetry until about a year ago um I had met SG who's been on the show shout out to SG when she sees this much love to you girl always um so front of the show um, shout out you know I saw her doing poetry and I was like you know I haven't written like spoken word it really ever so I sat down and I wrote Aphrodite's Revenge which was uh Denzel has Aries Revenge so it's you know Aphrodite's Revenge is just like super special because it was the first poem that I really ever wrote like that and it was the first poem I ever performed and I won first place with it at SG's Paint Poetry Night so you know it kind of like the good thing yeah, about right? it. Did you see that little flex? You saw that? She was like, yeah. yeah. My first she time just said that. It was my yeah. first, first time. And I got first number time. one. First time. <laughs> but it did encourage me to keep doing it because I realized that I was good at it. Like, I don't know. Like, I read Aphrodite's Revenge. I was like, I mean, I like it, but I wrote it. Like, of course, right. I'm going to be biased. And right. I had such good feedback that I went home and I wrote more. And now, I mean, like, I, I have just... I'm able to write really whenever I'm always ha I'm a very empathetic, passionate person. So like feelings are always just like crazy for me. So I'm really able, I've learned how to direct that sh straight to poetry. So mm -hmm. um, 
that's kind of how that all started. And then eventually I ended up doing Mad Good Poetry Night with Colored Colors in person, but unfortunately it was cut short uh, due to COVID. And I've been doing the Feel Alive poetry, which is great. As far as photography goes, I'd always been into taking photos, but I never owned a camera. Um, my ex-boyfriend bought me a camera for Christmas and I just started taking photos and I started asking people to model. And then next thing you know, like people are reaching out to me like, oh, I love your photos. Like, I want to shoot with you. So, you know, it just kind of grew from there. But I've been doing photography for almost three years now. So, yeah, hmm. it's um, it's definitely more of, like, a hobby, I think, than, like, something I would consider to try and, like, really pursue as, like, a career. Um, hmm. But I do love doing it. I love, like, making people feel good about themselves and all that. So, yeah. I would suggest definitely getting a photo shoot, Dean. Um, like I said, it's like it's like an alter ego of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like there's regular loaf and then there's model loaf. Okay, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like <laughs> model loaf is, is elite. You know what I'm saying? Like elite. You, you Ryan saw it a little bit when we were in um, in in Brickhouse uh, Studio, Cast Live Studio. But really, when we, me and Marissa and Ryan did the shoot, it was like I, right, I'm, I'm. See, I have to. That was such a fun day. <laughs> see, it was. See, for. For me to do a shoot, I got to look a certain way. And I have been on that journey. Shout out to the homie Big Loss. Um, I have been on that journey. Um, I am getting bigger, um, but more lean at the same time. So once I get there, once I get to where I need to get to, then I'll do it. A no. lot of people me up like that. Like, oh, I'm working on this. Or, oh, I just lost a bunch of weight. I want to take photos. And, you know, ultimately, like, I preach self-confidence at any stage. So I would encourage you to take photos regardless. But Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm big and sexy. But <laughs> I want to – But what I, yeah, listen, listen now. I am big and sexy. Let's, let's, let's – yeah, listen, kind of fit, kind of fat. I'm always going to be in that groove. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be more than love. But, um – but I just need to, there's just like a certain look I want to have. And then that's what I'm trying to like maintain. What's the look, What's the look, what's the look? Um, like college <laughs> me without the gut. Like I can still have a gut, but just not that big. Because, you know, I was like 250-ish, you know what I'm saying, at like 5'9". So maybe like 250. Oh, okay, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I was like 250. Um. I think, but, like, I was five minutes. I feel like maybe at, like, 230, 235, maybe, like, a 240, like, looking, you know what I mean? You know, the guns at, like, a 20, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, yeah. I want, like, a monster again. I want, like, a monster. I got some solid nines right here, you know what I mean? Some, some nine millimeters. We got, we got a little, <laughs> little baby right <laughs> there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm doing a little something right here. I got a little something going on. (laughs) (laughs) But enough of the flexing. Um, Ah, (laughs) Fucking water got my fucking leg. Good, good. Fuck. So, so Marissa, speak to the um, for some of the some of the non-creators out there. Speak to the luxury of having an outlet to express. Some of you, and and also the the ability to channel some of your emotions because some people are still working on that even though they are creatives. Yeah, um, you know, I just feel like lately. Uh, this is actually a great question, and I can explain it really well. Um, lately, I've been buying people journals as gifts and letting them know. And some people are like, "Why would you get them a journal?" Like, uh, and I tell everyone I give it to, I'm like, I think it's super important to write. And if you don't know what to write, write about anything, write about not knowing what to write. Like, I just think writing, even if it's a journal entry, even if it's a poem, even if it's a short story or anything that can channel your emotions onto paper gets them out of you. And you don't need to be good at it. Good at it. If that's even what you want to call it. Like there's no one way to write. Um, There's no one way to do poetry. A poetry can be, 10 words, it could be 10 minutes. Like there's no rhyme or reason to it. And I think that if you think you can't do it, like you're wrong, like you can, anyone can. It's, you know, your wordplay might not be like phenomenal or anything like that, but it doesn't need to be. You know, Mm -hmm. writing your feelings down is gonna help you get them out. It's gonna help you face whatever it is you need to face, whether it's good or bad. And if you are willing and able to share it, 
you're opening up a whole new world for other people. And I feel like you don't need to be a writer to, to, to write poetry. You don't need to be an artist. You don't need to be a creator. You just have to have emotions, which <laughs> as far as I know, some most of people us, have, you yeah, know? Some, some um, of us do have those, yeah. Of course, like excluding like some people, obviously we got some cold-hearted people in the world, but I'm not worried about them. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think like it's just writing to me is the easiest and best way to really just get whatever it is you're holding inside out, you know? And if, you know, if you're good at music, like that's a great second step, of course, but like, I don't know how to play instruments. So to write a song wouldn't make too much sense for me. So I went right to poetry and, you know, I, I always tell everyone like that's going through it. I'm like, try writing like a very good friend of mine. She's never really written poetry before. And she just started writing and her poems are fire. I'm like, you're working. Wait, what do you mean you don't, you're not a poet? Your word plays better than, than half the people I know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's so good. Like, and you'll surprise yourself when you do it. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not a good writer. And next thing you know, like, the things that you're saying are, you're like, wow, like, I wrote that? And I'm sure, like, you've done it. You know what I mean? Where you've been like, I, that came from I'm, my brain? I'm, like, every fucking poem. I'm like, who wrote this? <laughs> who wrote this? That, that Jacques Cousteau line will live in my heart, like, forever. <laughs> Like, there's no, that is no no line. That is like, you know, but necessarily, like, it might not have necessarily been like you thought you were going to be, like, writing, like, as good as that when you were writing it. But it was, you know, so that that would be my best advice. Hmm. Um, Dean, I think, you know, I think it's time that we kind of, you know, smooth it on down for a little bit, you know, just, oh, this is is the time that, yeah, turn off the lights. Okay. Have a battle. We need to hear revenge. <laughs> and then we got to hear her react. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Are we about to do revenge? I, I enjoyed the light switch, but then you lost me after that. But yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, let's um, you know, let's get some let's get some revenge in the building, you know. Oh well let me just Keep the light switch off, though. No, you look better with the other light on, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, so, the, the other light is a better light for you. Other light, other light, switch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it looks better aesthetically. <laughs> you didn't do anything. Oh, there we go. There we go. See? Yeah. yeah Illumi- sure. a new, illuminate that melanin, King. Illuminate <laughs> <laughs> the pockets open. Yeah, yeah. You want a, you, you want a bean pie? We're gonna spit some poetry. Now we're doing. Yes, yes. Revenge. We're gonna do revenge. Yeah, of course. Got to do revenge. I'm excited. Got to do revenge. Let me get revenge up because I am not. You know, as much as I love that poem, I'm an actor also. I'm horrible at memorizing things. Listen, I don't even try. <laughs> okay, hold on. Time out. So let me let me just pitch you something right now. Okay. All right? Listen. No. I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but I'm the baddest motherfucker you ever met in your motherfucking life. If you need somebody to sell a story on the antagonist, somebody who is the most vile creature, <laughs> the most vile individual to ever work planet Earth, I'm your motherfucking man, your earth. I will find compassion within that character. I'll be able to understand what makes that motherfucking tick and bring it there. I got you. You see what I'm saying? I, or, I will let you know for sure. That's, of course. It's all passion, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll choke the shit out of somebody on set. Fuck it. We real life. <laughs> we got to get this shot. I'm a professional. <laughs> or I couldn't be the fun loving, like, you know, um, like, like, you know, co star character. You know what I'm saying? Like, the really fun loving, like, buddy, the ah! buddy role. Like, the buddy role. Like yeah, I can definitely do that. I'm happy enough. Like, a brother in law role from you. Like, oh, I can do that. Easy. Like, you give, you give your you sister's need? boyfriend or fiance a hard time for sure. In a, in a All day. Any kind of acting you need, I'm Shakespeare. I'm doing 
I do a dollar. <laughs> I do a dollar. I do. You got listen, it. I'm just trying to. I just. I'm just trying to listen. Let me. I am down for whatever. I'll drown some babies for you. Fuck it. It's all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just. Okay. I'm, I'm like, sorry. Yeah, polite, you know. I'm it, sorry. What? She's not doing a horror film. In a horror film, she got some like fake babies. I'll act like I'm drowning as a baby. Fuck it. If that was what the character needs, I'll go there. I, I'll do that. Crazy. I'll do that. But if I come and add to that um, role, I'll send it to you. Um, I, I'll be writing a full-length film soon, though. I'm definitely going to need some people, for sure. I'll, I will, I'll send you, like, sides so you can practice and audition, for sure. I'm oh, fuck yeah, please. Absolutely. I'll fucking send you a self-tape. I would love to send you a self-tape. I will fucking lose my mind. Okay, I'm here for the monologue. <laughs> yeah, listen, what do you need? His monologue game is through the roof. Yeah. I I don't doubt it. I've I've heard the, I've heard him go off like off the top. Like imagine it was scripted. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. You're like, gonna, you're gonna start promo. Like crazy. <laughs> I try. I just something I'm just trying to learn. But fuck all that. Yeah, don't we hated him revenge. <laughs> We're here for revenge, guys. So this is Aphrodite's revenge. Is the first poem I wrote. Um, it's super close to my heart. It's also going to be the first poem in the poetry book that I anticipate making. So, anyways, Aphrodite's Revenge. To the woman he will love his whole life. You're welcome. Everything you know and love, I'm sorry, you owe all of your thanks to me. Everything you know and love I created in my own hands as if I was a goddess myself. It is because of me that you won't ever have a sleepless night devastated over the dreadful, degrading terms he called you. It is because of me that you will instead be showered with compliments and not derogatory slut-shaming from secrets in your past. It is because of me he will treat you like the goddess you deserve to be treated as, but remember, you are a goddess and he is far from a god despite his narcissistic god complex. You are welcome. Because of me, you'll never have to be second best. You'll be number one over everything else because I showed him that humans hold more love than any inanimate object could ever give him and that pleasure through people pushes you further. Because of me, you'll never feel inadequate. Because of me, you'll always be enough and you won't need to get it tattooed on your fucking chest and he won't tell you that your love song with him is Runaway by Kanye West. You're welcome. Because of me, you'll never learn the hard way when he breaks you down to your fucking core and you feel the tectonic plates of your heart shifting and causing earthquakes of anxiety, erupting volcanoes of frustration, thinking maybe one day he's just going to leave you. You won't be nothing. Not without him. So you're welcome. Because of me, you'll never have to learn that love is controlling and demeaning, that he makes the decisions and you must obey, that what you want matters. And because of me, it always will. And because of me, you'll always have a voice and it won't be silenced over his screams. But please don't forget the voice that I lost for so many years so that you may have yours. You're welcome. Because of me, he'll only have eyes for you and he won't love looking at loveless women anymore and he won't tell you he needs to fuck another woman but sleep in your bed that same night and you will feel a feeling as rare as his green eyes that I love long before you showed up and you will feel beautiful. But my fellow goddess, because of fucking me, he's going to love you the best you've ever had so you're welcome, my dear. He's all yours. And that's the worst curse I could put on anybody. Bars. Peace, peace, <laughs> motherfucking peace, 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 peace. This is the third time I've fucking heard that that fucking poem, and it gets better each and every time. It's like I find you, new I got things. New piece for you today. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I'm, we're I'm gonna get there in a second. For, because... I'm ready for Aries revenge. I'm always like, <laughs> it's, you know what? It's gotten to the point where it's like, I hear, I I read and perform Aphrodite's, and I it, Aries like needs to follow. Like, I don't think I'll ever perform it unless Denzel can also perform Aries. <laughs> oh I don't feel right. Like, doing that. Hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, my God. No, I, I told myself I wouldn't do this. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, yeah, no, it's it's great. We we love the piece. Um, uh, When I first heard it, Color Colors, I was like, God damn it, she's good. <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I was like, well, well, I had only known you a short period of time at that right. point. I didn't know right. you that long, and you were like, yeah. "That's it, we creating together." I was like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "God damn it, she got it again." 
<laughs> but um, all right. So Dean, you want to you want to do reactions now, or you want to wait till you hear both of them and then do your reaction? Well, we can break down hers right now, okay. um, because that shit was fucking fire. So here's my <laughs> question. <laughs> um, here's my question with you, ma'am. Now, did you were you speaking from were you speaking from truth, or were you speaking from like just seeing other women's situations because um, i saw you moved your you moved your hair to show a tattoo when you said getting the fucking tattoo of our favorite song on, on like you know um on your body enough. a chest enough yeah and then he's saying that the fucking song is kanye west runaway or whatever it is he's a bitch um <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah it's, yeah uh, what he watching the chat i don't give a fuck you can't beat me I don't even know who the fuck you are. Yo. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I said uh, what I said. Unfortunately, I was in a mentally abusive relationship for a large Oh, time. fuck you. Oh, fuck you, bitch. Come find me. I can't stand motherfuckers like you. You motherfuckers go out there and you just go after somebody mentally and abuse them and think that you the motherfucking right one. And then after that, you sit here and you play mind games with them. So you'll fuck them over, and then you fucking, like, will come back right after that and then just say, oh, hey, no, everything's all right. I'm sorry. I love you. Yada, yada, yada. Or oh, you know what? This is why I'm fucked up, and this is why nah, nah, nah. Nobody gives a fuck about none of that. You need to eat a dick and basketball. Go fuck yourself and go suck your mother, bitch. She should have spit you out. I said what I said. Matter of fact, your grandfather shouldn't be here. We should just fuck the whole line, because all you motherfuckers is fucked. Sips tea. <laughs> bitch. Slowly nodding. As you were saying, Marissa. <laughs> um, you know, um, he was he was a narcissist through and through. He knew he was a narcissist. Um, he admitted it, but would take it back when I called him out about it, like in a public setting. I actually had a whole video series on narcissism, but unfortunately, there was a point in time where I almost got back together with him, and I deleted them. And I'm very upset that I did because. The videos did so well, and I learned that a lot of people are in relationships with narcissists, and people might not understand it, but we we get, I mean, he would comment on my weight all the time, um, micromanage my eating, my, if I wanted something that wasn't water, like I wanted iced tea, like, oh, are you sure you should drink that? Like, how about some water? Or like, oh, is this enough for you to give me like a small portion? And I'm like, what are you saying, bro? And... <laughs> You know, it was just, it was gaslighting. It was blame shifting. It was, you know, cursing me out, degrading me. Like, um, you know, I, I, I went away to school. Like, I definitely I had a body count. You know what I mean? Like everyone does. Like, you know, we, we, we sleep with people. And that was right. something that I was never allowed to like live down because like he didn't do that. And I was like, why am I a slut? But given the chance, you would have done what I did. So it's like, you just, you had no game, so you didn't. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, you cannot talk down on me because you didn't do that. And that was something Back. that, you know, when I wrote in the poem, like, he wants to stay with you but sleep with another woman, like, that was said to my face. Like, I want to sleep with other women, and I don't want to break up with you because it was that concept of, like, I own you, but I need more. And it's, like, I dealt with that. I condoned it because I got it's to... never... It's like, I... I thought it was the only way like, Oh no, this is who I love. This is who I'm going to be with. So it's like, I have to work with him through this. I'm going to rescue him. I'm going to save him. I'm going to convince him to be with me. And that's not a way to live life at all. And I learned it the hard way, but you know what? I got some dope poetry out of it. And you know what? His new bitch ain't got no titties. She got no ass and she looks like she's 12. So you know what? That's how I feel. Oh, listen! I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm we're, we're not pulling the punters. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Nah, fuck him. At this point, fuck time, you, you gotta know. name drop him. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Name drop. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to give him any clout. Um, listen, no. people. When no, it comes to this fucking narcissist, anything from this. <laughs> you, it, this shit. These narcissist motherfuckers is like this shit is like you gotta be a piece of cues. Like if y'all listen, if y'all have checked out conversations with Dean, I had one with Kevin Duffy, a part one and part two. Uh, he's actually one of my college roommates. I he actually watched it yet, and I I'm looking. I saw that. Check uh, it out because he he was because I was like, oh oh yes, <laughs> I was like, you know, he dealt with the 
I love, I, not I love, but like hearing conversations like that, it, it, it's affirming for other people, you know, it's relatable. It was, it was, it was definitely wild. It was awe-inspiring. That's why when you said it, even like, even when right now, when you were saying like gas lighting and a few of the other shit, like cause him and I was talking, you know, he was like, you know, we work out together. And he was breaking down some of that shit. And it's just like, yo, it's just, it's, it's fucking astounding how just the lack of and then the lack of empathy they just don't have but then i guess that's probably why most narcissists are really good at business in most regards like you know like like yeah like they're really good like you know business people because they're able to just you know do whatever they gotta do it doesn't matter and then they can fake whatever they gotta fake the world it's egocentric the world revolves around them and you live to serve their life purpose Mm -hmm. and but they don't want you to leave they don't you know, and, and they wear a mask and, and, and it's, it's the reason I call it mental abuse is because I was toyed with to an extent where I couldn't think straight. I had an identity crisis at 24 years old of not knowing who I am because I was forced to live for somebody else. You know, my entire day revolved around making his better. And Mm. when I broke up, I was like, well, now, like, what do I do now? You know? And it took me a long year to stay away, but like I did it. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to hear Aries though, for sure. I don't. I want to. Um, I want to hear yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, we, we can do that. Uh, let me get. Let me get it ready for you. All right. All right. She's all. She's all loaded up. Aries revenge. Because of me, your energy will never have symmetry. You broke my heart and watch a new man envy me. Speaking of your new man, what it do, fam? Because of me, my sloppy seconds turned to steamed broccoli and a skirt steak. For that, you're welcome. You're about to enjoy a crazy bitch trip while I make poetry do my bidding like a ventriloquist. Thousands of you wanted me. How did she get rid of this? But let me get back to the task at hand and speak to you man to man. You inherit a queen that looks the, that looks the part and says the right things. Uh, simple sexual that's flexible not being a hater but you'll thank me later you'll experience a woman with drive that keeps a, a limit on her pride your chakras will be back in line and in due time she'll age like wine the way I see it is you're getting all my school of thought by damn near the principal you think you sprung now she'll turn your love into a ritual that sex witch is her best trick and her powers are amplified after dark you better learn how to swim now. She'll turn your bed into an indoor water park. The goddess of love, you have no chance. It's like Zeus crafted her with his own hands. Because of me, you'll wake up next, next to the benchmark of beauty, whose love is passionate yet unruly. I'm a warrior. I usually don't speak like this. But you got to be careful with those hypnotizing hips. Because of me, she'll make your love soar, like an eagle's first flight, breaking clouds, exploring new heights. She crippled the heart of the god of war. Now she's invested in you. Got way more in store. You'll never have to see her out of weakness, where she's borderline mortal, no golden aura and can't fly. I'm the eternal energy she feeds on. I'm the one that keeps the glow and the gleam on. For that, you're welcome. What entitlement to a goddess? In my immortal time above, I've yet to lay my weapons down and find it's just the love. I couldn't find the cure to her allure. Fuck it. At this point, I don't want to warn you anymore. While you enjoy the best years of your life with the woman that's supposed to my, with you, <laughs> while, while you enjoy the best years of your life with the woman that's supposed to be my wife, heed my warnings and don't forget where your blessings come from. P.S. Young Mortal, you're welcome. You're welcome. You you're welcome. are welcome. You little ungrateful <laughs> bastard. So, you know something? Now, listening to the poem, if you do it like, you know, back to back like that, right? Mm -hmm. And understanding that, hey, this is supposed to be the revenge. It makes you, just because you don't explain why y'all broke up, you're just saying how she's feeding off of everything and and you did this, you did that. It makes Mm -hmm. you sound like the narcissist. (laughs) It makes you sound like the narcissist in her poem. Which is, but then it still speaks to the greatest story, 
What I need from both of you motherfuckers is to give me a short story in this. Somebody give me something! I'm throwing <laughs> money at the goddamn trick! Give me some! Give me, give me some! <laughs> but you know what? That's funny. That's funny that you say that because I think that sometimes we always read it in Marissa first, then me. You know? Where Ooh, it could, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be interchangeable. You know what I'm saying? Because especially if you're thinking to that thought, Mm. You know, the only reason why I say, like, read hers first, because it's literally an appreciation of her work, you know, so it's, she and hers, it lays the gr- the ground, <laughs> the groundwork down very well, and then me, it's kind of like, I don't have to do all of that, because she's already did all that, you know, I had the luxury of going after her, so I don't have to beat the dead horse, the horse is already dead, you know what I'm saying, so I'm just like, yeah, just taking the, the approach. But I don't, you know what, I would be very interested to see because it would, because I, I would be interested to see y'all performing live two times, flip flops, just to see the reaction yeah. to it and to see what, and then do it obviously with two different crowds. But I would, I want to see that, and the reason I want to is because like, I, like when I first digested it, like right now, like I'm like you know, let me, you know, I'm I'm knowing the story and everything. I knew it before, but really tuning into it, it's kind of like. Well, excuse me, I, I didn't know this much about the story before, you know, obviously connected out with the narcissism with, you know, with Marissa, but mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, Los, you're that, you're the asshole in the equation. But if you flip it, I still think you're the asshole in the equation because you don't explain why she would be the bad girl. Listen, she, you see, it doesn't, you know it, what I'm saying? Like, I, I see what your point, I, but to counteract your point is that <clears throat> in Marissa's poem, her point of view is that she's writing to the the next girl, and 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 she's almost narcissistic in her poem too, because she's saying that you you're 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 benefiting from this guy because of me. He hurt me, but so now you don't giving, think that. Oh, fuck that, fuck that, because she's giving fucking receipts on why he's a dick. She's saying why he's a piece of shit throughout the whole thing. You know that this motherfucker ain't shit. Put a hot piece of a biscuit with Here's no motherfucking water. Here. <laughs> Here. 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 No, uh, no I, you're, I never even had that, but I'm sure it's terrible. But, but, but That's him. But here's another thing, too, is that, all right, now she's explaining what you'll never have to experience. You'll never have to worry about this. You'll never have to worry about this. Where possibly. I'm experiencing. That's right, why it's possibly. like, and it's like, that's the worst curse I could put on anybody, because is he right. even going to do that? Right, but, you, you, he may seem like a good guy, but he's not. But you're you're giving you're giving the point of view like, okay, this may you may or may not experience this. Where I'm saying you're gonna experience this because of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've taken the I lump, so now her, you and you're getting the good now. The right. Best, best or 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 or, or I've got ruined, so now you don't have to get ruined. Like True. I was a sacrificial lamb for you, so you're better success. Yeah. So I think Dean's got a point here. Maybe they're interchangeable where you can do switch up the order here. I'm actually interested yeah, in this. I would love to try that for sure when, when COVID allows for a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> we're allowed yeah, to be in public together. So we're back. I just rushed with like five fucking bags of mops. These fucking things are delicious. Why, why would you say that? I just came back on. Are you going to say that? I didn't know you were recording. I don't got my headphones in. I just literally said that. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we have we have the new poem or the one that's been circulating on Instagram. Which one first? Circulating on Instagram first. Okay, so this poem is called from someone who happens to be white, and this is on my Instagram at Marissa underscore dist. Please go share and post it. Yeah, everyone should just okay. Yeah. Do yeah. That. This is um, the phase one poem. Okay, phase one. <laughs> You observe and you witness, yet you sit in your chair when it comes to justice because this just isn't something that you should comment on and if you do, you have to find a way that they must have done something wrong. You stand with your people and you scream that everybody's already equal, so what are they talking about? Hmm? Black lives don't matter because they must have been running their mouth because cops don't have a gun that they just pull out. What you talking about, bro? His taillight was out. He had a right to pull him over. Claims that he swerved in his lane and was afraid of their exchange. So when he went up to the window, the assailant reached for his registration. No, I mean, I mean his license. No, I mean his insurance. No, his gun. 
The assailant reached for his gun, your honor, so the cop had no choice. He knew this was a battle that had to be won. And if they debunk this story, don't you fucking worry. They're just going to say that he looked like a suspect in a string of cases we ain't heard of yet. No black man should be making bets on the oldest age they'll live to see because they've seen so many others fall to their knees from being chased by men in white sheets from being shot in the back by murderers with a badge of the neighborhood watch. Hands up, don't shoot, but everybody watch. Got their phones out recording, but no one said a goddamn word because they're just observing and fuck. Back at the beginning, do you see the way this is circling? Because this is what's happening. You sit and you observe and you do nothing about justice. Have you ever went jogging and been afraid of getting hunted? Have you ever been pulled over wondering if this is the day that your soul turns over to the new life where God, can you please just make me be born right? I, I mean, white. No, I mean, right. I mean, have you ever been systemically put into areas patrolled by privileged white men and then be shot in the same place that you find shelter in? Have you ever should I can go on and fucking on? And that's the fucking problem. So I'm sorry, black America for the way that my peers treat you, for the way they steal your culture, but they don't care to meet you, for the way they belittle you, for the way they believe that they're better than you, for thinking your lives are not lives that should be cared for. I'm sorry, Black America, for the shit you've had to die for, for the bodies you've seen hit the floor, for the judgment of your skin color, for the way they've treated your mother, or the way they locked up your father in cuffs because he didn't do shit, but it's a story for another. Dear white people, from a person that just happens to be white, why don't you just stand up and do something right? Peace, 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 peace. Did he leave? Peace. Did he leave? <laughs> he, he slid away. He had he had to get off screen for a second. You're He's a bad mama jamma. <laughs> I actually wrote that um maybe a couple days after the arrests were made for Ahmad's death. Um mm. where, you know, chilling, smoking, just talking about why we hate where we live and all these things and I like one track mind, like went to my phone and just wrote the poem. Like I, I did not talk to him for like a solid 25 minutes while I was writing it. Like it came out that quick too. I was just like, I, it just kept, like I never had to retrace it and go back. Like it was like start, finish, done. Like Fine. that's, and that was honestly how this other one went. I wrote it a little bit earlier today and, and finished it. Uh, right before the show because that's what I, I always do but again it just it just <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> so yeah <laughs> right, are we gonna go to the second one or are or, or are we gonna go into phase two do you do you want to hear the second one and then we could talk about both yeah yeah okay, that's so what I'm yep 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 this that exclusive I got my popcorn <laughs> for this Pintel mm -hmm. hasn't heard this one yet either. No one's no, heard this. This is, this is a BT for let me let me give you the introduction. You are now listening to a BTB exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> Go ahead, Marissa, drop the bomb on us, please. So this poem is called Everything. It is inspired by Coda the Friends' new album, which I highly recommend checking out, especially if you're from New York, because New York gang. Um, but he's fire and the and he has a couple of interludes in the poem of people talking about what means everything to them so that's where this came from okay it means everything to me to live in a world of peace filled with kindness like you wouldn't believe good people with good energy bursting at the seams but this is not how it be Man, negativity strangling me when I see that George can't fucking breathe. Get the fuck up off his neck with your knee. I can't stand this kind of tragedy where a mod can't go running. And I fuck, I fucking hate being this angry, but I pray the anger burns a fire strong enough to change things. You know what I mean? It means everything to me to live in a world of equality where someone's race doesn't define their stereotypical identity, where your gender doesn't define your salary, but what does is your degree. Why can't we recognize people's capabilities regardless of what society wants us to believe? It means everything to me to have the right to my own goddamn body, regardless of what old white men preach. Why can't a woman get her tubes tied before 30? Why does she need her husband's permission to decide not to have any more babies, but in one simple phone call, he can get a vasectomy? Why are you forcing me to keep a pregnancy and shaming me in public when I need to breastfeed? It means everything to me to have freedom of speech and not be silenced by the government because of COVID-19. The media spoon feeds these sheeps, and that's when I lose sleep because I realize I'm living in a country that preaches freedom, but I'm not fucking free. 
I promise you got an ally in me, regardless of your exterior or your gender. I will see you for who you are. I will fight for you the way I fight for me and you can't silence these screams. I won't stop fighting till the whole country agrees because it means everything to me that every individual has the opportunity to live in peace. And that's it. Bars. <laughs> Bars. That's <clears throat> what you're talking about right now is, is it almost seems euphoric but it's literally how America is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? But we are thinking at it like this is such an ideal place, but it's all based on the idea of what America should have been anyway. Yeah. Well, you know this kind I mean? of shit happens, I guess, you know, for me personally, shit happens all over the fucking world. Black people get getting fucked up by the fucking, like, you know, society and shit like this. This is not just something that is just in America. You know what I mean? It's highlighted in America. But this is a problem that we do have fucking globally. But when you want to speak to it specifically in America, I just, I'm just, personally, I'm sick of the shit. And what I mean by that is, yeah, like, besides all black people need to have guns, um, and then I'll go a step further and say, you know, if you're any disenfranchised group that's listening to this, you should probably go get a gun too, just because you just don't know, be able to protect yourself. But speaking to motherfucking black people, to me, I'm just sick of it all because it's like, you know what? No matter what we do, you know, no matter if you comply, if you don't comply, you commit check forgery, like motherfuckers is really still out here on some bullshit. And it's like, you know what? Our responses to me are always motherfucking weak. And what I mean by that is, it's like, all right, you either go, you, we, we, we go for a march. I don't give a fuck about a march. And then we go for looting. I can give a fuck about looting. You want to know why? Because the shit you motherfuckers decided to destroy is in our own communities. But I'm not going to get to that. What I'm going to get to is what I, what I believe we should be doing. Is that let's, let's, let's put our money where our motherfucking mouths are. Now, listen. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not even going to go to... To, to the I'm just gonna say this: the original boycott that that spurred the Montgomery boycott bus movement started in motherfucking Louisiana. The shit was fucking popping. They had to pass a law saying that black people were not able to own, like you know, public service basically, like, like you know, like 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 you know, um, like you know, um, buses and limos and cabs, all that kind of shit. You see what I'm saying? Like they had to literally do that because everybody was going to only the black. Like all black people were using, you know, black services. When they saw that Louisiana had a positive outbringing, and then, you know, obviously they tried to shut the shit down, the NAACP looked at that as a game plan and a chess move in order to elevate the motherfucking um, profile of the man that we now know as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And what they were going to do is they were going to use the system Rosa Parks. And the reason that they used Rosa Parks is they were going to use they were going to use Rosa Parks to be the spark for the Montgomery bus, um, you know, excuse me, for the Montgomery bus boycott, um, because her and that motherfucking punk ass bus driver had been having issues for a while. She was perfect. She was not only a teacher, she was a Sunday school teacher, an educator. It gives no motherfucking back. They used that, sparked it, put the boycott into place, fucking kickstarted the civil rights movement, and and change started to get enacted. Because not only did you have that group you know, going on the peaceful protesting, but then you also had the rise of the brothers called the Nation of Islam doing what they had to do. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say to black people is I'm tired of talking and doing any of that shit. America does not listen if you're not talking motherfucking change. So, if, you know, going to season one shit, going back to the motherfuckers, listen. If you motherfucking enact real motherfucking nuts and take that motherfucking, that, that, that spending power we got and start really putting it behind only black-owned businesses or shit that we motherfucking support and want, then we can start really talking about going after the system that we have to motherfucking attack because we're not attacking the system through all this other shit. Hear me, hear me. They obviously don't fucking hear us. Get a gun. Let's fucking take our money put it into black-owned businesses and things that are going to push our agenda forward and motherfucking politicians that push 
origin for and not these motherfucking soft bastards who are out here writing fucking passes for liberal white people who are racist too. Because they ain't only bunch of servants. It's all you motherfuckers. That bitch Amy Cooper, she looked like she was half a liberal. Let's look at it. Let's talk about it. It's all across the board. Ain't a fucking game out here. You motherfuckers think everything's a goddamn joke. It's fucking funny and shit. But look, you, stop. Stop. Please stop. Put your shit together. I'm not even laughing because of I feel like what I'm nervous you're going to pop a blood vessel. I'm, I'm just laughing because he was so aggressive that I find that funny. But it's not funny. It's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Know, and it, <laughs> the whole thing, the entire... You from, from, look, look, B, oh look. Oh, my God. We got tears in them eyes. That's powerful, man. It's the truth, bro. I, I felt it. The motherfuckers losing their minds. It, it, we, we have to do better. It's, you know, and I'm sure every, everyone's on Twitter, everyone that watches this is on Twitter, like, you can see, like, there's, they show you Dylan Roof, who killed this many people, being escorted kindly, murder, murder, we know he did it at the time of his arrest. Meanwhile, someone who allegedly forged a check is is dying. And and to say it, you know, there's some people that, you know, I, thank God, no one has really defended this cop. I know that's like a big thing in previous, you know, situations. And I've definitely seen recorded situations where I'm like, yeah, you know, like, I feel like I could understand why they felt in danger, you know, but in a situation like this, I'm like, what was this, what was this man going to do? Well, you're the, none can of the I, can I say something? in danger that excessive force even needed to be a thing. And this is something me, that is something like, that's just the one that got recorded. Like, where else is this happening that I don't see? And what are we, what can we do to stop it? And you're right. It's you know, looting isn't really going to get you anywhere. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm on board for like protesting, you know, cause I feel like it's making a statement, but we have to do more. And what more can we do? And like you said, support black businesses, push black people further. Like, you know, like, and I think, I think, and this comes, so when I was younger, I did go through the process for NYPD because I wanted to be a cop because I wanted to be I was the type of person that I wanted to fix things. I wanted to be respectful. I wanted to show respect. I wanted to help people. I wanted to save people. Like I got disqualified because I went to therapy one time because my cousin was murdered. Okay. But I can vouch for the fact that they did nothing to make sure that you are a good person, that you are not a racist person, that you are not a capable person. Like at no point. You want to lie? No point. And it's the selection. Because in 2006, in 2006, they fucking knew that white supremacists was motherfucking infiltrating law enforcement in America. It was fucking stated in 2006. Knew they infiltrated. That means if you knew in 2006, it was happening for at least 10 years. I, this, is, this shit has been going on since the motherfucking beginning of time with these motherfuckers out here. Yeah. I'm just sick and tired giving someone a pass. I know, I, I know you're not, but the shit is just motherfucking astounding to me. It's amazing. And it's fucking amazing. Done to prevent it from happening. We can't. We can't be letting people who so who, who care so little about the lives that they're you know the, these people that are killing black people for no reason. They're a type of person. Why but you know what though? Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. But, but you know what though? Besides that, there's one other motherfucking, there's one type of person I got to point out as well. Yes, that bitch motherfucking Devin, he killed. He killed, he, he killed Greg, right? But let me talk about Amy Cooper charge, whatever, who's that, whatever that bitch is who was running for fucking presidential office. Remember Amy? Do y'all remember Amy? Yeah, we're going to bring Amy up. Are we going to bring Amy up, all right? You want to know why? Years ago. Years ago, there was him killing somebody. Years ago, this bitch decided not to prosecute him and a school of other cops with motherfucking history of being dickheads to the public and overusing their power. And guess what, people? She's a white liberal. Yes, 
White liberals are racist too. I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you. Yeah, but Hillary Clinton. If you think it's just one type super predator thing back back in the day, where if a young black man makes a mistake, but, 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 in jail because he's bound to be worse as he gets older. What kind mm-hmm. of mentality is that? And that's someone reason, who's the Democratic candidate. But, but for some reason, black people think that the Democratic Party is going to be the answer to all of our prayers. I said it earlier. I'm gonna say it again. You motherfuckers out here writing passes. You're writing passes to the system of his, the system of systematic racism. When you're co-signing a lot of this fuckery, y'all be co-signing. You can't be for us if you fucking with that shit. If you motherfuckers, it's, it's you motherfuckers who saying that Joe Biden was joking. It's you motherfuckers who were saying Amy had a reason. Is you motherfuckers that are also supporting these same bastards who happen to be on the side that you support that is still going into the system that's fucking systematic racism. How many Democrats passed that crime bill? Come on, son. Come on. Get that shit together. Both sides, it, you know, and, and it's crazy because having posted... Fuck the conservative shoot. Y'all ain't shit neither. I had to hand up to say to y'all today because obviously y'all killing people, but you know what the fuck I mean. The, the poem that I posted, people started commenting on it like, oh, liberal. And I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense because liberals are not for this either. They don't, they're the ones that help create the systemic oppression. So I'm actually an independent. Um, will always be an independent. I will never be anything else because I'm an independent. Third party life. And, you know, it, it's just no side is, is trying to help anyone. But specifically, both are definitely not trying to help black people, you know? And, and as a woman, like, I, I can empathize with oppression, you know, because in the last poem, you know, like, if I wanted to go get my tubes tied right now, they would tell me no. I'm not allowed. But if Ryan wanted to go get a vasectomy, he could get one tomorrow. Mm, you gotta wait. No, you... He has to wait. You got, yeah, not because my cousin had to wait. You don't oh, have to wait? My, when my cousin asked for one, they said her husband could get one, and he was younger than 30. And they said they would do it for him, but they couldn't do it for her. Interesting. Wow. You have to be over 30 with two kids and have your husband sign off on it. That's wild specific. Yeah. <clears throat> you have to satisfy all requirements to get one. But I can the government controlling what happens to you is something I can empathize with, obviously, on a different extent but the concept is something that i don't understand like i i try my best and and i can't i why are we why are we allowing these things like you know we're the people you know america was founded on we make the rules the people but we're not what rule have well, i because i'm being told to look at body and you guys are at you you're not safe anywhere you America, house. You have men being killed in their own home. Listen, America. And that's that one bitch that killed the guy, she thought she was gonna get away with it because she was a cop. She was like, "I'll just say I thought it was my apartment." Well, no, that's stupid. No, bitch. No. I'm gonna go ahead and fucking forgive him. That's why I say all black people need to have a fucking gun. Because listen, oh, I'm gonna go out. I'm not going Texas, out. This and I'm changing over to Texas, and I'm getting my my permit to carry because I have the right to preserve my own well-being. That is my natural human right. I learned that in political theory. Like mm-hmm. you have the right to self-preservation. Mm. <laughs> like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. You can't like like this whole like the reason why this put that that this system is in places because America was founded on nothing but motherfucking racism and oppression. Mm-hmm. When fucking Christopher and his fucking croonies came over here and then took the man from, took the original man that was on this continent before the 80s, the motherfucking brown men, the Indians, who we know by extension was nothing but Africans who might be here, but we're not going to get into nothing for y'all. We'll talk about that later. So we understood right then in that motherfucking Columbus bitch ass Stole the motherfucking land. We knew right there that this shit was going to be founded on pure fuckery and nonsense. And then, I don't give a fuck what none of y'all say. Y'all know that this country was built on the backs of motherfucking black people. And I know what y'all going to say. Well, why haven't y'all shit together? You can't because the system's against us, you stupid motherfuckers. 
God damn it, my grandmother, my father went to segregated schools. My father went to a segregated school. And it's 353, 354. My grandmother's still alive. She was she grew up doing certain segregate like in the South. In the South. And then you motherfuckers wanna act like shit's all gravy. But then when you got a bitch like Amy Cooper who's like, I'm gonna call the cop and say an African American man is threatening me. She knew what the fuck she was doing. Because she said that because she knew that it And that goes to the system. It speaks right to the motherfucking system that we've been talking about this whole time. Look at the new Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. Y'all gotta get that shit together. Sorry, I just get rid of it. This shit has fucking got me going. You should be We all should be mad, and that's why I wrote the poems that I wrote, because you don't need to be black to be mad about this. And that's something that, like, you know... I, I said this on my Instagram as well. Like my godson, he's black, he's three years old. And the concept of someone ever disrespecting him for his skin color and the fact that my best friend needs to tell her son how to behave because he's considered a threat, it may, it hurts my soul. Like I can't put it, I really can't put it in words how it feels to know that his safety is going to be at risk at some point. And I can't force people to not be racist, unfortunately. If I could, I would. If I can find a way, I will. But the best I can do is stand up against it, fight the good fight, and be an ally. And and we're in phase two. And I'm um phase two is supporting here, supporting here. black businesses but supporting organizations who will fight the goddamn system. So you're doing what you need to do. Just keep the good fight going. Possible organizations, put you know that, that that's where the good fight has to go. And black people, we need to start really fucking realizing this shit. I've been calling this shit since I was motherfucking born, but this shit has been on YouTube since the beginning of motherfucking Black and Berry. We're two years old. This shit is two years documented. I've been giving you the playbook. Give me the playbook. Come on, son. You can't be out here. Keep doing this fucking nonsense. It, we're, we're getting to a point where it's not feasible to maintain it. People we need a, we need a black militia. Really That's what we need, a black out. militia. We can either fix it or we can we can let it all crumble. I've, I, you know, I think that there are a lot of things that we could be doing to prevent these things. And I hope and will work towards that. But, you know, I don't know. Like, it, you know, it, it, it sucks. And I can only imagine how everyone else directly affected by it feels like, Honestly, it's a feeling of helplessness. Like, you know, what what am I gonna do? Like, I'm, I'm essentially I'm a nobody. I'm I'm Marissa. I go to work. I pay my bills. I am not famous. I, I have no platform. I I have my cat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, essentially, in the grand scheme of the world, I am just one little speckle. What can I do? And and that's something that I've been thinking about a lot. And I hope to find the answers to, you know the best way I can. Yo, if I become like famous as a filmmaker, not if, when I become a famous filmmaker, we have to think it into existence. Yo, I'm a shit on everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, no, nah, y'all didn't want to make me famous because now I'm going to open my mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're going to have to do an indie, though, because they're nowhere going to get the support from Hollywood and be shitting on Hollywood. Fuck Hollywood. <laughs> Fuck them. Quote me. They can bring up this YouTube video about me saying fuck Hollywood when I'm like Oscar nominated and I don't fucking go. Because <laughs> why were the white writers of Straight Outta Compton nominated and not the breakthrough black actors? Let me know. Until then, I'm not going. So amazing that we even need it. Like, like it's so amazing that you even need a white writers for that fucking for that story. Yeah. And listen, hey, no, that, 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 that was the whole thing. And, and I'm not expecting the Neil Brennan's. Queen mm-hmm. and Slim got snubbed. Like it's I amazing. I'm just like it's amazing. I don't. I look at cinema. I don't even. You know, I'm not. When I watch a movie, I'm not like, oh, it's a black movie. Oh, it's a white movie. Like I'm like, I'm watching a movie. You know, but the fact that certain movies get looked over because it's like ah, whatever. Creed, even mm-hmm. you know, we had nominations for Creed, but Michael B. Jordan did not get a nomination, and that is goes against the the pattern of, oh, new big movie, new big actor, actor gets nomination. That is, that's pattern in Hollywood. That's that's what happens. And you're just gonna conveniently skip over him but have the movie nominated? Like, 
if, and, and then sometimes it, and this is another thing it's this racism is not even happening at a lower person to person level it's happening at every level it's happening in corporate america it's happening in hollywood it's happening at every surface level at every class level people are experiencing racism like i'm 100% positive that Denzel Washington who's one of the greatest black actors has you know people have been racist towards him for sure fuck yeah you know? and it's like he's probably been turned down roles oh <laughs> that's why that. racism hell yeah what do you mean you know and it's and and it, it almost gets to the point where it's like there's no escape there's no escape because people are always not i hope not always i hope really the racist mentality dies with these baby boomers but i don't know it won't it won't because they got kids and grandkids who ain't shit neither this shit ain't gonna go nowhere because i remember motherfucking playing some of them towns because i'm from an all black i'm from him so we have like you were all black team we go into some of them fucking games some of them places and them motherfuckers just as bad as their fucking parents so they can eat a dick and die slow too yeah, I mean, it's, it's, Fuck you. it's unacceptable, and I definitely, I definitely want more to be done about it. I want to participate in doing more about it, and I hope Denzel keeps me updated in phase two and, and helps me. <laughs> Anytime I'm like, I'm going to be like, Denzel, phase two, SOS. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, there's still a lot of work for us to be done, you know, especially us as black people, as uh, Dean alluded to. You know, I mean, like you said, we're kind of in a call in the crossfires. Like, we're obviously numb to the situation. We're angry about the situation. And then we have that sense of, sense of helplessness where, excuse me, where it's like, what can I do? You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, all right. Then it's another step where it's like, I know that we need to um, organize and mobilize. But it's like, even that part right there is the hardest part because sometimes we don't listen to each other, you know? Because then if we did, this wouldn't even be an issue. You know, so I, I I had to sit back and let you guys go because I, I I don't even know what to what to feel lately. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I I feel like you know it, it's it's so crazy because we don't see this kind of targeting unless it's in genocidal cases. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like so so when you say it's a genocide, people are just they don't think that it is. And it's like, it's a clear ethnic cleansing. And these are, these are, these cops are race warriors. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you see the shit that, that brings them, you know, to bring these, brings them to kill black people and of the littlest shit, you know, but I, I, I'm, I'm just fucking heartbroken. I still am heartbroken. I'm mad. I'm always gonna be bad. I'm a black man in America. I was born mad. But, um, you know, I just think that, I need, we need to get out of this mood, man, because I, I, I can't, like, I think that everybody's been begging for me to write something during this time, you know, and I feel the pressure for everyone, like, literally chomping at the bits, like, we need you to, like, you know, I can't hear you a goddamn thing. Can you hear me now? I don't know what the fuck happened to the goddamn audio. Can you hear us? Hello, hello, hello. This shit, right. I don't know. My audio just went away. I just all right, Dean. Then just shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, I'm like an old nigga. <laughs> Man, glasses. Oh, old nigga. All right, we good. All right. Well, I think I just... you know. I think you'll write something when you feel it's right to write something. It'll come. You know it. You'll have it come to you, and it'll be brilliant as always. And I obviously Thank look you. forward to hearing it. But you know, I feel like uh, there's a lot of people right now that are speechless and. You know, I'll, that, I'll, that says something. But but here's the thing. I'm not just speeches of this recent uh, chain of events. This stuff was like Dean's been saying. This has been happening our whole lifetimes. Yeah. I've yet to really write about this in detail because I just don't know. It's too much emotion. It's like, it's like trying to, like, think about trying to, you got a 10-gallon jug of water and you're trying to pour it through a funnel. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it feels like. You know, so it literally... I don't know if I'll cry. I don't know if I'll finish it. I don't know. I don't know what would happen. But I feel like you it's just so much. See what emotion. happens. Obviously, I said earlier in this episode, like I'm always gonna encourage people to put their feelings out on paper. That's true. I think you got some brilliant shit in there that the world needs to hear, and and I'll I'll, you know, I'll support that till I die. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it means a lot, you know, because it's just like, you know, I I feel like sometimes where 
you know, you see a lot of white people and you see a lot of people who happen to be white and it's just like you try to decipher between the two paradigms of who is really for the cause and who's just saying shit for clout, you know? So that's what I'm saying. You you have a lot of white people and people who happen to be white in phase one, but not a lot of white people in phase two or phase three or four. I made it to mm-hmm. phase two and I'm invited to the cookout. So Yeah, so let, let's speak to that real quick <laughs> while we have like five minutes left so um dean i i invited marissa to the cookout on on behalf of the black uh delegation um so i'm like yo i'm like yo don't bring this don't bring that don't bring this so she's like oh my god i can't wait so i'm like i was like can't wait for what (laughs) she's like the cookout i was like uh white people and their gullibleness. <laughs> I was like, I assume there's a cookout. <laughs> I was like, it's not, it's not a real thing. It's a metaphorical thing, like your acceptance to the, to the culture. I still, I still think we should have a cookout. Oh, well, I mean, we're both. I, we I just firmly cookout. believe that. Oh, yeah, so I understand that it's a metaphor now, but I still want a cookout anyway. Listen. It depends what kind of cookout you want because I can do the black, like American cookout, or we can do the West Indian cookout, which is like I don't a know little bit of both. I, I don't know if you're ready for that one yet. It might be. I don't know if I am never... either. I can definitely handle <laughs> like, soul food. I'm made for that, you know. Like, <laughs> put that shit away. Caribbean cookouts. Yeah, Caribbean cookouts expected to be drunk at like 10 p.m. and you ain't going home. You you I'm sleeping like, on not, the floor. You gotta call your mom, tell you you're not coming home, or come get you. Alyssa, I'm going to be gone for like a week. There's a cookout, okay? Yeah, There's a yeah. cookout. I need to take a week hiatus. <laughs> you're going to be full You're gonna be full as fuck, drunk as fuck, and then you're going to wake up tomorrow like, what? I'm so, like, I'm hungry, but I'm not hungry. And then and then you're going to see you're gonna see a lot of black people leaving with like half the food in the party, but there's still going to be food there. But you're going to see people walk out with trays. <laughs> we, we had <laughs> my godson's like dedication and my my friend Carissa, her family cooked everything. Like we didn't order food. Like, and you know, it was funny because I had some of my white family there, you know, because she's, she grew up down the block from me. I've known her since we've been six years old. And, you know, so I had like my family there, her family there, my family, like they didn't have much experience with like soul food before. And I was like, oh, like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I've been eating this, but like, you don't even know. And it was funny because they were like, here, take this home, take this home, take this home. And everyone's like leaving with like all, I'm like, don't give the baked mac and cheese away. Like, I want to eat all of it. Put that in my fridge. Like, <laughs> you know? I try to tell people mac and cheese not supposed to be cooked on the stove. <laughs> it's supposed to, be, you got to cut it like a cake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to cut it like, a, you got to, Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. But um, this one has been uh, a good one. Um, oh, as always, uh, you know, Mercy debut, debut on on Black of the Berry. Dean went buck wild as crazy, and I sat back and enjoyed the whole thing. So, um, you know, I think this is this has also been uh, a typical Black of the Berry episode. Um, Dean, would you care to do the outro since I'm no longer good at those? Listen, motherfuckers, we done gave y'all the, pur- the public service announcement on and, and the goddamn agenda of what you need to do to go ahead moving forward. I done said it once, I done said it again. Fuck these motherfuckers. Get your ass a gun. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Take your black dollars. Spend them in black businesses. Let's hit them where that motherfucking really care about it, which is the goddamn pocket. Once we do that shit, we're going to get some goddamn change legislation that we need to actually take down the motherfucking system. Because what we want to do is break this motherfucking system down. I am Dean. That is the madman most. We have Marissa in the building. You heard low. She's invited to the cookout. This has been Black of the Berry. And we are out, bitches.